From the Boulder Ballet Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Raising the Bar with Boulder Ballet. And today we're going to be kicking off our 2022 Nutcracker series with Gavin Hounslow and Gabby Lukasik. Gavin, Gabby, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Thank, thank you, you for letting us be here. God, we're like the three G's tonight. <laughs> so the the reason I wanted to start this series with the two of you, um, the first time I saw you dance, you were uh, Cavalier and Sugar Plum, and the chemistry between you was, it was magic. And I mean, I'm standing there on stilts with the big hoops. I wanted to get out of all that stuff, but I couldn't walk away. I wanted to watch you dance. And where do we go from there? How do two dancers come together and create that kind of chemistry that comes across to the audience? I mean, we're way away from you. And it's just amazing what the two of you had in that dance. Wow. Well, thank you for those kind words. But, you know, honestly, it was a process. <laughs> because uh, me and Gabby just met each other this season. So, we haven't been dancing with each other for a very long time. Um, and, you know, as Gabby likes to say, we're both Aries. So, I was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of become our motto. But, you know, honestly, when we first started dancing to each other with each other um, in this role specifically, it, it was kind of hard. Uh, there was honestly like a process because we both are control freaks. And so we wanted to both do everything. So, Gabby, um, it all comes down to horoscope? <laughs> I, that. I just think it's funny we say that because we butt heads a lot. Well, not a lot. I mean, I love you. But we butt heads sometimes, <laughs> and we both want to be in charge of everything, and we both want everything to go our way. We don't really like compromise. So that was um, kind of a struggle, and we turned it into a joke. So it works a lot better now. But I just think that going into it, the – Grandpa Dada from the Nutcracker is really, really hard technically and artistically. And especially for us to do such an intricate pod together after not really knowing each other for that long and not really having danced with each other before. Um, I think we knew it would be a challenge. When we first started, there were definitely times when we got frustrated and our director would say, you guys need to let go because you're both fighting for control. And after a while, I think even in the past like couple weeks, it clicked a lot more and we both mm. kind of zenned out a little bit. We found our rituals that we do before we run it. And I think we kind of just trust each other more and we're going into it with the idea like we're having fun, not like everything's going to be perfect. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like, that's helped our chemistry a lot. Absolutely. Like it, it ultimately comes down to we're both perfectionists and yeah. it wasn't until we gave like us two weeks or a week of space of just not thinking about it and then coming back to it that everything was there and there was no need to fight for, you know, things to happen because it was already there. And, and it was, I think it, it had to, do with building that trust um and and honestly just learning you know each other and it, it, it's it's so interesting partnering with different people because honestly it, it comes down to it doesn't matter how good 
you are as a dancer yourself or how well you do by yourself. It's honestly how you dance with someone else and, and you're going to dance differently with each partner you have. And so there's always that process of, of having to learn who you're dancing with because everybody has their own things. And, and after we gave each other that space, like in, uh, for me and Gabby, it, things just, as she said, kind of clicked. And um, we were able to find that space of more putting in our art artistry as opposed to focusing solely on the stamina or the physicality of the dance itself. And so once we had that type of um, marination or ease into it, it, it became a lot, a lot easier, more fun, because now we both knew where to loot, where, where to let go and then where to push it, it. It's honestly been quite an amazing process. This is yeah. fascinating to hear because I never would have guessed that you had any kind of, I hate to say friction, but maybe <laughs> a little bit of friction. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it's for you. Uh, you came in on the rehearsal just in time because I think we just like yeah. started running it again that week because I was dealing with a little bit of an injury and so was Gabby. And so we took, you know, a little bit of extra time off and let it set into our brains neurologically, but coming back, like it was just easier to dance with a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Gabby, I want to talk about building that trust a little bit more because there is a physical trust with Gavin that you have to have because you do some pretty dramatic leaps and catches and Gavin's rock solid. It's really, it's fun to watch and not be thinking, Oh my God, don't drop her. <laughs> How long does it take you to build that trust where you're like, okay, I know he's got me. Um, well, I feel like at some points you don't really have a choice. You just got to go for it and you got to drop <laughs> I remember the first time that I partnered and that I did like an actual potida I did Diana and Acteon which is hard and there's a lot of really difficult partnering in there and my partner and I were both new to it and we were both terrified and I don't think throughout the whole time we did that paw I don't think I was ever like okay yeah this is gonna definitely go right but at some point I just had to release control and be like I know he's not gonna drop me so I'm just gonna go for it and I feel like with Gavin I remember it was one of our I don't remember if it was a sugar plum rehearsal or a Clara rehearsal but our director was telling us to do this lift and I was like would now be a good time to tell you that I don't like being lifted in control of my limbs but I feel like for me, it's just getting over that initial try of it. Like the first time that I did something with Gavin, like a big lift and it worked, I was like, oh, okay, like I'm secure. And since then, even though sometimes lifts don't always go exactly right, pirouettes don't always go exactly right, I know he's not going to let me fall. And we're friends. So that helps, I think, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Gavin, what's that responsibility feel like? Because she could get hurt and you wouldn't be you friends know, anymore. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like from my schooling, um, they kind of drill into your head. Like, even if it's the girl that messes up, it's still the guy's fault. And so that responsibility is kind of 
it, it's kind of taking the responsibility of making you look good too, because there, it, there, there's just no room to let to even think about letting her touch the floor or letting her fall. Uh, luckily, I haven't um, slipped up to the point where she's fallen before, but like, uh, you know, honestly, it. it I can, I think it's harder for the girl because I can't imagine being above someone else's head. Like being lifted sounds way scarier than scary. lifting. Actually, yeah. Uh, but honestly, it, it it's not um, it's not too trust. Like the only time that I've felt insecure or or ang- anxious about a lift is when you know your partner is anxious about the lift. Which is weird because, like, usually it would be the, you'd think it'd be the other way around. But if she's okay being lifted, then it kind of like calms us down lifting. That actually makes a lot of sense. Seriously, I mean, you yeah. can really pick up on another person's vibe. And if oh my gosh, yeah. she's not trusting me here, that would not be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Gabby, would you agree with that? I would agree. I think that like, if you're both calm, it goes better. I liked what you said about how you can feel each other's vibes because Gavin and I have been talking about that. We like, well, really Gavin developed this little like thing that we do just like a little ritual before we run off because I get nervous before I do it. And, um, it's kind of a way to like collect our energy and feel each other's energy and share the you know, the nerves and the calmness, like all of that. So I don't know. I just thought it was cool that you said that when we're both calm, like it always goes better when we're like, we're just going to have fun. And it's just ballet. We're going to have a good time. We're calm. It goes better. So. Yeah. What I liked it when you said, you know, we're there to make the other person look good too, because I feel that way about the whole company. I think Mm. that's really a responsibility of every dancer to do their best so that the whole company looks good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just about you. Yep. So as you're, I mean, as you were coming up in ballet, is this what you saw yourself doing? Was this a big goal of yours to have roles like this? And I want to, before you answer, um, I mean, you're Cavalier and Sugar Plum together, and you're also Prince and Adult Clara together. So you really have a lot of performances where you're paired. Yes, we do. Um, I will let Gabby answer the question first. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I that the Nutcracker is a ballet that everyone knows. Anyone who's growing up in ballet or the dance world in general, and even people who aren't growing up in the dance world know of the Nutcracker. And I know it's like every little girl's dream to be Clara or to be Sugar Plum. And I remember when I was younger and we did Nutcracker, I was, well, I'm very short and I was short. So I did Clara for many years when I was at my home studio, but I always looked at the Sugar Plum Fairy and I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> and so it's really cool now to be here and to get to do both, um, to do Adult Clara and Sugar Plum is a really, really cool experience. And it's hard because as much as they're both technically demanding, they're artistically very different. But I think it's a lot of fun that I get to do all of it with Gavin because we get to kind of explore those differences with the same partner and we can like find things that work in one paw that we can bring into the other paw. And it's just 
it's cool to be different characters and to progress with each other. And so I don't know, I wouldn't say I expected or like, I think it's, it's, it's a dream come true to do the roles that I'm doing, but I don't know that I ever necessarily saw it happening for me, but I'm very grateful for it anyway. So (laughs) Gavin. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm very grateful to be dancing as much as I am in the Nutcracker. And as, as Gabby said, you know, when, when you talk about ballet to anyone who's not around the industry, um, their first thought is the Nutcracker, is the, uh, the Christmas tradition. Um, and no, I never thought I'd be doing this role. Um, this I it, it didn't even come into uh, reach until this year to even think that I would be doing a role like this. Uh, but I'm very grateful for it, and, and um, I haven't been doing Nutcrackers since I was a child. I think my first Nutcracker I ever experienced was when I was 16. And so it is relatively new to me. And, and uh, when you're coming up in an academy as, as a boy, you usually do roles like rats in battle scene or um, something of that sort, depending on which Nutcracker you, uh, you're a part of. But it, 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 it honestly is a, it is a very cool, very cool dream come true to be doing such a, a principal role um, in, in such a tradition that, that's honestly keeping this industry, this art form alive. Because Nutcracker is most of the time responsible for most of the profit that ballet companies do. And so to be a part of this tra- tradition in such an important role, is, on, is, is I'm very honored and grateful to be able to do it. I hate to even bring this word up because I'm really tired of it, but (laughs) that means I'm about to say it. COVID, (laughs) what's it like for each of you to finally be performing again? I mean, you had an entire season off. Gabby. Well, for me, performing is my favorite part of being a dancer and it's kind of funny because I was telling Gavin I was really nervous the other week I think it was the week that you watched before we did Sugar Plum and I was like I'm nervous and Gavin was like why and I was like I don't like people watching me and he was like I was like you know that's a really good question but I feel like the performance is just the culmination of all the hard work and effort you've put in and I always just think there's a certain magic to being on stage. Like throughout the rehearsal process, I think we all get really, really hard on ourselves and very critical. And we're like, oh, that was bad. That was ugly. I need to fix this. This went wrong. We get so hung up on little details. And for me personally, when I go on stage, just like the costume and the makeup and the lights and the audience, it's just so rewarding. And I'm not scared anymore. I mean, of course, I get really nervous before I go on stage. But once I'm on stage, I'm like, I'm just having fun. And I'm just sharing my love of dance with the audience. And whatever happens is going to happen. And I'm going to have fun either way. And so to not have that feeling for a year was really tough. And I also feel like, as dancers, we're always looking for the next goal. Um, and usually that's a performance cause you rehearse and then you perform and then you start rehearsing something else and then you perform that. And so to be stuck doing 
ballet class in our kitchens and not knowing like when we were going to be back on stage was really hard because we had no goal to work toward. So I think that's part of it now too is that I'm like okay there's like a concrete thing that's happening that I'm looking forward to of course it's really nerve-wracking because you know I've kind of forgotten what it feels like to perform on stage especially in a like a classical ballet but I think it's just going to make it that much more rewarding when we are on stage I think it'll be a lot of fun I mean I know it'll be fun but yeah Mm -hmm. Gavin you know honestly uh taking a break from performing ballet and specifically Nutcracker for a whole year was exactly what I needed in that space of time. I, um, people kept, as Gabby said, was taking zoom ballet classes in their kitchen and at home. And I actually took this time to take a break entirely from ballet because, uh, And it was something that was very beneficial and much needed just to work on my own character. So I I took a, uh, I stopped dancing for a good 10 months during uh, 2020 uh, COVID because there, I didn't have any space at home to take Zoom classes nor the want or motivation. And so I actually ended up studying something else um, for that. 10 months, I became a farmer for six of those months. And, and that really reminded me of how much I actually missed ballet. Um, and, you know, being able to perform again is such a treat. Uh, I, I can't like, this is performing on stage is what got me into ballet to begin with, because I, I, I was a musical theater kid and, and loved acting and, and adding the, the, that hard work in the studio and the technique that you get to show off uh, during these performances um, just makes it the process that much more in-depth, detailed, and, and all-around fun. Um, but I, I, any chance I get to be on stage is, is what it's all about. Uh, and so that part I missed in, I missed so much, but in terms of, you know, getting, honestly, getting a break from Nutcracker was exactly what I needed. And now that everybody has had to take that break and coming back this season is, uh, you know, dusting off some of the cobwebs, but now I'm, I'm more than ready to attack or to um, see what this process of Nutcracker has to bring and what I can learn from it and what everybody can learn from, you know, what, what introspection and reflection comes from taking such a long break of, of dance or performing and what that means as a performer, what else you can do to uh, really study your craft when there's no demand or when there's no one calling for such an activity it is on it was honestly such a a time for reflection for me and now that i've had that time to reflect it's just getting to show what i've learned without this space and now that i have the space to perform again it's it's just a a breath it's a breath of fresh air it's honestly such a treat well, now I'm really not worried about you doing lifts after you're spending six months farming and bucking hay bales. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, lots of shoveling. 
Well, you, everyone, you can see Gabby and Gavin, as well as the rest of Boulder Ballet Company and School, performing the Nutcracker December 3rd through 5th at Vance Brand Civic Auditorium in Longmont, Colorado. That will be with the Longmont Symphony Orchestra. And Gavin, Gabby, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Any last words you have, Gabby, before uh, we sign off? Oh, I just thank you so much for having us. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I hope people can make it to the shows. We've been working hard. We're very excited. And yeah. Gavin? Thank you so much. Please, anybody who would love to see the tradition of the Nutcracker, um, can't wait to see. I hope you can make it. Yes. Gabby Lukasik and Gavin Hounslow, thank you very much for joining us on Raising the Bar with Boulder Ballet. Great chatting with you. Thank you. You too. From the Boulder Ballet Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.